Hey, Olivia. Hey, Ashley. Welcome to Drunk of the Book Club. A podcast for lonely, drunk bookcasters. Cheers. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh. So what did we read this time? This week we read, Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me? True. And Other Concerns <laughs> by Mindy Kaling. Yes. Well done. Beautifully done. Do you Successfully read off the title this time. Well, yeah. It's kind of a hard title. Do you want to tell us what what, what happened? <laughs> What's it about? Um, so this is a book about... <laughs> this is a book? <laughs> this is a book, and in it are words, words? about... Words? That's little... so 20th century. What? I said words. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty fancy. Um, It's little snippets into various aspects of Mindy Kaling's life. So we get to see her time on the office. We get to Mm -hmm. see a little bit of her time just in college or Mm -hmm. post-college. And it's kind of looking at her transitions to New York and L.A. and seeing it through her eyes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's hilarious. And funny. <laughs> you sound funny. convinced. <laughs> oh, I am convinced. I am so out of it tonight. I feel like I'm going to need a refill. <laughs> like, I know, I'm already like a glass and a half down. Oh, this dang. Maybe glass, but yeah. So I realized the other day while I was reading this that the reason I keep forgetting to take notes is because I read it standing up on Bart. Oh. And so I'm always like standing there like this. Gotcha. Like holding on to something reading. Gotcha. Because I was like oh I want to take a note here and I was like oh right this is why I keep forgetting because there's I no way. <laughs> have one hand and it's holding a book. I keep on like starting to take notes and then like, yeah. halfway through being like hmm I'm good. Yeah. I, like, bought all these colorful little post-it note things, too. I was like, yeah, I want to do this again. <laughs> it's no. hard to, I don't know, like, I just get in the groove, usually. Also, most of the right. time, my notes are just like, ha, 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 ha. She's like, right. dumb. What's the point? Also, then, okay, this time, all I did was, I didn't, like, actually write on the notes. So, I have a <laughs> bunch of posts, like, I don't know why they're there. <laughs> Like, I don't, oh. I don't understand. That's funny. Oops, I just pulled one out. Um, um, so, uh, what do you like? What worked for you? Or what are standouts, or I don't know. What do you think? Okay, so, I thought it was hilarious. Um, it was kind of funny, also, like in a non-intentional way, that there were things in here that are super outdated already. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you have an example? Like, for one, like, she talks about how great uh, it is to see Amy Poehler and Will Arnett as a married couple. <gasps> yes, I'm sad. So that was sad. Um, what else was it? Oh, my gosh, I can't remember right now, but there's just, like, a few moments where she just mentioned something offhandedly that is a little bit out of date. That's funny. Um, which happens when you have something that is so 
relies so heavily on pop culture. True, yeah. You know, things are going to be out of date, which is funny. Like, I liked, it's kind of nice to have a little snapshot into a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, Back when we, so this was published in 2011, and we were 21. 21. 20 fun. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, I was just looking for that. Um... So, I liked each of the sections. I liked that there was a general timeline Mm -hmm. that was followed throughout the book. Right. Um, But that each little section was significantly its own section. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that she gave into what I'm assuming was just readers' desires, and she talked about her time on The Office. Yeah. (laughs) um, Because I really wanted to hear about that. Yes. Um, I I also... I was just gonna say, I'm always like mystified. Like, how does that world work? Like, tell me more. Totally, it was super enlightening to see how someone progresses into this world and how they get involved. Mm -hmm. And you know, I first heard of Mindy Kaling from watching The Office, and Mm -hmm. then I followed her onto the Mindy Project, Mm -hmm. and I think she's hilarious and funny and Mm -hmm. smart. Um, And like, I never knew anything about her. Um, the play that she did before. Oh, yeah. I love that that was, like, her and her BFF being like, okay, so we want to be creative and we don't have any time. And, like, <laughs> we're already, like, talking about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon all the time. So let's right. just write this play. Let's just write a play about it. And then it goes over so well. I know. I was like, damn, that's like catching lightning in a damn bottle. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. It made me, like, respect her even more. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. I mean, I didn't really have a lot of issues with this book. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Wait, is that, like, the the baseline, like, having issues? I feel like that should no. be, like, our subtitle in our, in our like, book uh, or on our website, like, a podcast for lonely drunk bookcasters who have issues. <laughs> that that could work. I have a bone um, no, to I, pick. I always feel like I, in these first parts, I'll say like, yeah, I like this and this and this, but I didn't like this. True, yeah. And so. That's true. And then it was funny. It was a super quick read. It was, yeah. Which, I think I read it in like two days. Yeah. Kind of bummed me out. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's just my own fault. I should have just taken longer with it. But, uh, yeah, what are your first thoughts? Um, well, my very first thought is I'm so happy that she had photos of her as a child. And, yes. like, why weren't there more? <laughs> I showed, I, like, handed Michael the back of the book, and I was like, look, it's Mindy Kaling. And he's, like, looking at the book, and he's like, okay. And I was like, no, the picture, that picture is Mindy Kaling. He's like, what? I was like, this little adorable and bizarre-looking child is her, and I love it. Also, on the For My Parents page, like, at the very front, I want to take all my style cues from her mom, who looks like a total, like, bomb-ass lady. Yeah. Ugh, cannot even handle. All of my life decisions from her mother. I feel like, okay, just looking at that picture, I want... To, like, make it my mission to just stare at cameras now. Yeah. Like, with a, I'm gonna fuck you up, but maybe I'm not gonna fuck you up. Maybe I'm just, like, having thoughts. Look, like, that's what I want my camera face to be from now on. Just, <laughs> oh like, my God, yeah. here I am. Here I am, bitches. 
I mean, I don't know if that's really what her mom was thinking, but it's sassy and I love I it. I mean, it looks like it. That's what it looks like in her eyes. I know. She's like, I'm going to fuck you up. Or maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just thinking about cake. You'll never know. Right. Maybe I'm just going to walk over and bring you some ice cream. Who knows? Plus, Who knows? they have those, like, Marie Antoinette boob-shaped um, champagne yeah. glasses, which... Super classy. Want them so bad. I'm tired of yeah. flutes. Flutes are boring. Flutes are yeah. so early 2000s. The aughts. Yeah. Done with it. Yeah. I want Marie Antoinette boob champagne. Same. The only issue with Marie Antoinette boob champagne is I always spill it. True. And they lose, it loses the fizziness faster, or so I read. But you shouldn't be taking long to drink champagne anyway, so. Right. If you do, then that's your own fault. <laughs> also, looking at this picture more closely, she's like the perfect combination of both of her parents. I know. It's crazy. She looks exactly like both of them. Wait, do this. Open and close and look at her and look at the picture, like, real fast. Oh, my God. It's crazy. She's making it's, the same face as her dad, but then also yeah. her mom. Oh, my gosh. It's weird. I love it. That's so interesting. <laughs> um, Sorry, that's, like, totally superficial, but that was my first thought <laughs> that I wanted to share. I love it. So, wait, just before we go too much into your first thoughts, yeah. just off of the child photo... Yeah. In the, one of the later sections where she talks about how she loves being made up now. And part of the reason was that there what was there was a certain point that her parents finally let her grow her hair past her ears. Yes. They <laughs> talked about in her Bert, from Bert and Ernie outfits. I love it. So oh my funny. God. So okay, good. What, what are your other first thoughts? Um, I just thought it was really fun. And I think that... Okay, oh, remember last time we talked and I was talking about how like the book critic the comments oh yeah like looking at this originally made me go like what the hell like on the back where it says it's witty observations with a twist of a shopping guide and a pinch of Oprah-esque your best life now inspiration I did not that sounds way more vapid and like I thought it was a lot more like substancy than that yeah like I did not like that for some reason I thought that was weird that's the only, that's my only thing that I needed to share, though. <laughs> like, I read that one quote, and I was like, uh, no? Shopping guide? What the hell? I did not, oh, I think, maybe there was some in the front. I don't fucking know. Talks a lot about shopping, but, like, this is not. It's not like she's telling you, like, you have to goop it up. Like, she's not telling right. you, like. I just right. thought that was, like, weird. Because it seemed to me more memoir-y focused. And it wasn't right. a memoir, which I liked and I didn't like. Because, to be perfectly honest, sometimes with the memoirs, I'm kind of like, all right, I get it. Like, you are a celebrity, but, like, some of your life is, like, not interesting. No offense. Right, right. I didn't feel that in here because I didn't feel like... I don't know. Um, Okay, here I'm going to... I'm going to be an asshole, but, like, when I saw that Anna, Anna Kendrick has, like, a memoir out, I was kind of like, why? Like, you yeah. haven't been around long enough to have, like, a rich and storied life? Right, like, right. why? So I'm an asshole. Um, yeah. No, but <laughs> I agree. So I, and, like, one thing I really enjoyed about Yes, Please was that Amy Poehler sprinkled in a little bit of memoir. Yeah. But she was also like, hey, my life is my life, and it's like some things are private, and you're going to get just as much as I want to tell you. And some of it was just like witty observations and essays. Mm -hmm. And I felt like this had like a pretty 
decent good mix of that as well. Okay. I think there was a lot of like what was it? The sensitive kid looks back. Like that's ostensibly the sort of like childhood part. And right. I think it focused more on like the ideas of like I don't know, body image more than it really did of like here's my life that was like wildly interesting. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Well, and she actually comments a lot about how her life wasn't wildly interesting. Exactly. Right? Like, she says, yeah, I'm just that kid who studied more than they partied, and I loved my parents, and I had three good friends. Exactly. And I I personally am, like, a little bit more into the, like, essay sort of, like, here's Mindy Kaling sort of, like, riffing on a topic parts, because, yeah. like, she's a funny, funny lady. Like, she's a funny right. person. I should clarify she's not just funny for a lady she's like funny, a funny person. person yeah really funny and so like I like to read about like her riffing on a topic because I think it's funny and her perspectives on things exactly. yeah exactly so two things on that I liked at the end where she was like answering other potential questions yeah. um I thought I'd answer any remaining questions you might have and it's well, why didn't you talk about whether women are funny or not and like her response to that was really good um, yeah. what did she say? I don't know, essentially that she wasn't going to waste her time with yes. silly excuse. Um, and the other was, oh my gosh, what was it? Nonsensical. She refers to that as a nonsensical hot button issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the other thing that I laughed so hard at, uh-huh. because never thought about how real this is in my life until uh-huh. she wrote it down. Which also made me envy her a little bit, because I'm like, how can you be so funny and think to write these things down? Right. The part where she talks about how all men tie their shoes so slowly. Oh my god, yes! Oh my... Flashback to every man that I know, and that's how they put on their shoes. Why? It's because they watch too much Mr. Rogers. It was like, they're (laughs) like, okay, Fred Rogers takes off shoes to put on other shoes. I must take a similar amount of time to slowly tie these two laces together. Right. It's, it's, I was seriously almost crying what laughing at that. What is the matter with men? Is that like something in their chromosomes? I don't know, but now I'm going to have to ask every man I know. Is this a why thing? So- I feel like it has to be socialized. Like, it cannot be, like, biological. Right. No, there's no way, because who needs to take that long to tie some shoes on their feet? But also, how does one become socialized to slowly tie shoes? That's a good question. I'm, like, seriously going to start doing research. I'm just, I'm going to go with the Mr. Rogers theory. That's my... That is a good theory. I'm impressed at how quickly you came up with that. Well, because I used to, like, I just, there's something, like, so satisfying of how he would come in and he would take off his outdoor jacket and put on his indoor cardigan. Take off his outdoor shoes and put on his indoor shoes. Like, weird, super weird. Yeah. But also just, like, so satisfying. I don't even know. I was a kid. We we didn't wear shoes inside because red dirt is a mess. And, like, right. you're going to fuck up the carpet. Um, So, like, you left your shoes outside. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's a really good theory. But I am going to start asking every man I know. It's weird. Why do you sit down and you put your shoes on? And why do you tape so long? Well, it's like, a certain person I know... Is always complaining, like, you always have to go in the bathroom and, like, freshen up your makeup before you leave. Or, like, you always find something to do before you leave. But literally, but literally, most of the time, that is so that 
I can buy time while he's busy putting on those fucking shoes. His shoes. I know it. I know it to be true. It's weird. That's how life works. It's weird. It's so weird. And yeah, as soon as, what is the title of that section? It's, I think, like, why do men take so long to put their shoes on? <laughs> it's a very I clever title. Uh, where is it? Where is it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Why do men put yep. on their shoes so slowly? Yep. And it's just one page. Yep. And it's hilarious. <laughs> it's uh, like, oh, my gosh, I, I died because I was just like, like I, I said. I also was like, the and I'm just looking at, like, the titles now in the uh, table of contents. Mm-hmm. In defense of chest hair, I'm, like, not personally connected or like I don't have strong feelings for or against chest hair mm-hmm. but I loved the fervor she felt for it I was yeah. like this is a good thing to feel really strongly about so that was another relatable section to me that I am a fan of it or pro okay. chest hair um but it does freak me out on shows when <laughs> men take off their shirts and you can clearly tell that they wax their chest mm-hmm that freaks me out. Well, it's it weird. Really does. That had that has become a trend. Yeah, it's very bizarre. With that being said, in full support, and would in fact demand back hair waxing. <laughs> but chest hair freaks me out. Wait, wait. So, like, I'm imagining like a really clear demarcation line on the edge of the shoulder, <laughs> where the chest hair meets the former back hair that has now been waxed. Like Typically, it's not like a big like tank top strap of chest hair. <laughs> if he's really hairy, why wouldn't it be? You're That's stunned quiet. <laughs> I'm gonna say that the people that I've seen that have chest hair usually grows up and then fades and then starts in the back. I need to check out Pierce Brosnan. I'm or like oh, yeah. you know uh, Magnum PI. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom Selleck. <laughs> he actually, in my mind, exists as Magnum P.I., not Tom Selleck. Tom, Tom Selleck's the man is not a person. <laughs> <laughs> that's the character. <laughs> well, I mean, that when I think chest hair, that's right. the person I think. Right, right. That makes sense. Chest and mustache, just like hair dude. I mean, the 80s were a good time for hairiness, I think, for everybody. Right. Like, women and men alike, right? Right, totally. Although... Totally. The female, like, bathing suits, those high, high, high... Oh, yeah. Those probably... I'm not... I just I feel like... I think just demanded that you trend on the edge. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's... Those are kind of revealing. Yeah. We sell them. In a different way that, like, the SoCal slash Hawaii, like, thong butt shower offers are revealing. Right, right. Also, I feel like an old lady when I go and buy, um... Like, bikini bottoms now, because I'm used to, like, fully covering both cheeks. Yeah. And that is, like, not the style. I know. It's so weird. They have those, like, Brazilian bottoms. Yeah. That just, like, barely cover your butt. Yeah. Just like, oh, is this what they like? I've got the moon going on, like, full moon. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the classic, just one piece, maybe a deep back, mm. but like a one piece. Yeah. I mean, Love. most of my bathing suits I've owned for many, many a year, like through the fluctuations of my weight, those spandex yeah. bathing suits had like withstood the test of time. <laughs> yeah. But 
when when I was on vacation uh, this Christmas, we like drove by a beach, and my little brother, my younger brother, <laughs> neither little like in height or like to nobody else, but he maybe like he's a child, like he's he's a part a full grown adult. Yeah. But my younger brother Sam wanted to go swimming, and like we had some time. And so I was like, I want to go swimming too. Like, I need to get in the ocean because I'm used yeah. to, like, Central California Beach, which is, like, freezing, and I never get in the ocean. Right. So I was like, yeah, I want to go in the ocean too. And we had some time, and so I hadn't brought my bathing suit, but there was, like, a little overpriced surf shack there. And so I ran in to buy a bathing suit, and I was like, yeah. it's cool. And I ended up spending way too much money on a bathing suit. But, like, the only bottoms they had were, like, the way revealing bottoms. And I was like, all right. <laughs> It's time, Ashley. Like, you have to like, you have to be a grown up and yeah. try something new and scary. Wow, and get you a, did it. Well, it's not a thong. It was not a thong, okay. but it's like if you put like my two bathing suits, like the one I usually wear, and this one on top of it, you'd be like, wow. <laughs> one of those uses a lot less fabric. Like right. one of those should have been a lot cheaper. Right, right. <laughs> now those are going to be my bottoms for sunning so that I oh, have yeah. less of a, a tan line. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Also, like, what are we in 1935? Like, you so really cute. call it sunning? <laughs> what? What do you call it? Tanning. I don't know. Maybe that's like, maybe I'm from the south. <laughs> Let me just go sunning real quick. Okay, what do we want to say about Mindy? Um, okay, I liked the section of married people need to step it up. Yes. Where she was like, okay, married people, I don't want to hear about, like, how hard it is. I want to hear yep. about, like, what did she say? I don't want to hear about the endless struggles to keep sex exciting or the work it takes to plan a date night. I want to hear that you guys watch every episode of The Bachelorette together in secret shame. Or that yeah. one... Got the other hooked on Breaking Bad, and if either watches it without the other, they're dead meat. I want to see you guys high-five each other like teammates. I just thought that was, like, cute and romantic and sweet, but also, like, a good representation of, like, what she saw within her own, like, parents, right. etc. Right. I totally agree. I like that part, too, because I like... Was that the same section where she also talked about, like, when she's looking for a man that can commit, that it doesn't mean a commitment to a relationship, it just means commitment in their life? Oh, I that yeah and I I liked all of her perceptions and ideas of what a relationship should be yeah and I think maybe it all came together in that section of married people you need to step it up yeah there was something yeah I liked that a lot also, oh it was the men and boys section oh men and boys um I have been watching have you seen the, the show uh girlfriend's guide to divorce on Netflix no, I've been thinking about starting it, but I have it. Is it good? Yeah. I mean, it's it's terrible, but it's, like, so good. It's not, like, terrible where you're, like, this is painful and I hate myself for watching it. It's terrible and you're, like, I'm going to watch every episode tonight. Terrible but good and, like, a Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23? Yeah, like, it's sassy okay. and silly. It's not as silly as that show. It's, like, all of these characters are, like, so full of themselves, and yet I love them and I want to know more. And at the end of season one, I was, like, legitimately, like, ah, on the edge of my seat. Also, yeah. Michael and I watch it. 
So nice. like, that should tell you a lot. Like, I told my what did I say? I was like, okay, so tonight we can watch either um, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, <laughs> or we can watch, I named something else, and I was like, or we can watch the next episode of Girlfriend's Got Divorce. And he was like, Girlfriend's Got Divorce, obviously. <laughs> nice. All right. So, like, it is, it is the kind of show where, like, people across, across interest lines will be interested in it. I mean, Michael is the person who would, like, much prefer to watch, like, car shows. But yeah. Addiction to Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce is real. Is real. Okay, yeah. nice. But also, okay, wait, the connection to the book and what we were just talking about is, I feel like Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce is, like, my guide to, like, what not to do in a relationship. Like, I watch it, and I'm like, right. here's their problem. Here's what they're fucking up. This is what I'll never do. And right. then I read, like, Mindy Kaling's, like, description of, like, this is what my parents did that was cute and right and, like, cool and, like, that I want to emulate. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Mindy, yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I think that it was, like, I mean, it's, like, the same, you know, hashtag goals right there. Right. And um, I also, I just thought it was inspiring, and I think reading this book, like, the last episode we were talking about books coming to you at the right time, mm-hmm. I think for me, right now, where there's a lot up in the air with, like, my job, mm-hmm. and then being single for the first time in many, many moons, like, <laughs> many moons. <laughs> I just feel like this book was really inspiring to yeah. see that, like, she didn't go to school to be a comedy writer, right. you know, and she wants to have a like a successful healthy relationship but it's all founded in at least a little bit of reality right um but she still is able to like be a little loopy and like funny and have good times and I thought it was super inspiring and that relationship section just like really stood out that those are the things you do want in a relationship and those are the things that um should be important right anything else and like obviously she had great parents and like also she talks about her parents like she never says that she what is it is like stressed out because she came from parents that like you never were stressed out like they worked uh, I think that was in the beginning yes 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 I remember that and uh like her dad would her mom would get them up super early and make them breakfast and then go to work as a doctor and then her dad would drive them to school, drive the hour or almost two hours to his job, drive back to pick them up. And then like just the life that is created by, I guess, two immigrant parents and how hard they work and how. Two like super successful parents. Like her mom was like successful doctor before she came and then had to like redo all of her certifications, which like fuck that. Getting now, does she is she now like a certified doctor in three different countries, or was it just Africa and here? I thought so. While I'm looking for this, I thought that the best friends' rights and responsibilities section was super cute. Remind me what it was. Um, she's just like talking about okay, if we're best friends, that means that I can take any item of clothing from your closet and you can't say anything about it. And if I damage it or lose it, you have exactly one week to hate me. Mm -hmm. Um, also, if we're best friends, then I always hate and love the same people you do, right? Just give me time to catch up with it. Yeah, um, I thought that was super cute. It was, I feel like in general, like. Sometimes we read books that are, like, this book is, like, exploring, like, social justice. Or, like, sometimes our conversations are, like, exploring the deep stuff. 
I think that this right. book was lighter, but yes. not in like a totally vapid way or anything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I don't mean lighter like as an insult. Like it was lighter in like a very sort of like I'm sitting and eating like candy and it's good, but like there's some dark chocolate in there, you know? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like there's something there are some complicating factors and like she brings some realness in there as well. Right. Also, I like the way she describes her friendships with her best friends. And I I like yes. that, I don't know, like, I like that section where she's talking about her, uh, I think it's, like, the don't peak in high school part, maybe? Where yeah. she's talking about, like, how she had this little, like, group, her little clique, her squad, and then yeah. she realized, like, actually, the girl that I, like, spent a lot of time with on the weekends, like, we actually have more in common, even though she's, like, not my cool friend, and we don't have, like... Right our BFF for life, like, charm bracelets or whatever. And it was, like, her kind of saying, like, it's okay to, like, move past, like, that sort of performative friendship into, like, a more substantive friendship. Although at the end, she's like, I I hope she's doing well, you know? And then she talks about, like, her two best friends who were, like, her college and adult best friends, too. And, like, I don't know. It was, like, kind of, it was nice to see that, like, love letter to your friend thing. Right. And I just finished reading um the girls that emma klein novel yeah which is like intense um and but also has a lot to do with like like female kind of like the 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 gaze not just male uh on young females and like female i don't want to necessarily say friendship but like sort of like obsession with each other like that thing that happens when you're like a younger girl or like younger adolescent where like there's that obsession with your Mm -hmm. girlfriends you know which like in the girls like turns very bad like there's a lot there's a lot of like messed up shit happening there but in here you know she's kind of describing like there was that obsession with her like squad or her clique but then it became like more about trying to figure out like what is the core of her identity that she would rather spend more time on like is it really about shopping not that that's something she's like, I issue while shopping now, but, like, or is it, like, me and my friend can, like, watch these, like, comedy clips over and over again, and we just connect about it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I like Yeah. That. I think that that was a really important part, and it was, I think that section about the friendship, too, can last through any age, which mm-hmm. I thought was great, because mm-hmm. I think no matter how old you are, you're going to make friends, and you're going to have that moment of, like, wait is this something that is worth my time to invest in? Like, is this actually what I want to be doing? Or am I doing this for some weird perception or for some, like, I don't know, idea I want people to have of me? Like, why don't I just hang out with people that I have fun with and have similar interests with? Right. Um, I also like that don't, I liked that don't peak in high school section because I liked that she talked took a minute to talk to the kids that were theater kids that want to do this, like, or that weren't theater kids that want to do this. Yeah. Like, it's okay. You'll have a chance if this is something that you want to do. And I just, like, I thought that was really sweet and special. Yeah. I guess. Um, so, real quick, I'm trying to figure out where I got this whole thing about her mom. Oh, But yeah. I Googled it. I didn't realize her mom died. What? What? 2012. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that Um, was after this book came out. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, that's sad. I know. Oh, you, oh, man. That's... I'm, like, trying to Google, I was like, wait, where did her mom become a doctor? But, um, yeah, apparently. Oh, that's really sad. I know. Oh, yeah, they're, her parents were living in Nigeria. Okay. So I think that that's. That's where they met. Yeah. And where she became a doctor the first time. The first time. Oof. That's really sad. Oh, God. Yeah, that is really sad. Maybe that comes up in her second book more. Maybe. Which now I totally need to read. Mm-hmm. I kind of got this just, off, like, on a whim. And I was like, well, I like both, like, The Office and The Mini Project. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll read her book. I didn't really know what to expect, but yeah. I'm so happy that I did. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Also, I want to read the next one. Also, I rewatched all of the series of The Office last summer or like mm-hmm. back in the old house and um it was really like I haven't watched it since then and so reading her section on the office was really like oh I miss the office yeah. you know yeah totally and it made me want to actually watch it again <laughs> um to look back at the episodes that she wrote yeah because I didn't necessarily pay full attention to who was writing each episode when I was right. watching it right um, also, this book, and I hope that she talks about it in her next book, really wants to, like, makes me want to know more about her friendship, or frenemyship, I think oh. she calls it, with Rain Wilson. <laughs> I know, that was really funny. I'm like, why does she, like, hate him so much, and then she's kind of like, here he is being a total, what does she say, like, there's a picture? Oh, I'm literally on that page, like, not oh. even intentionally. She calls him a violent ogre. A violent ogre. <laughs> one point she like calls him a friend of me and I'm like is this all real like it seems like she says that at a time where she's like I don't mind being truthful <laughs> it looks awful but then they're frenemies and like that photo seems like just super funny yeah no I feel like they must be friends and that it's yeah. like an inside joke that I, I like need to know more about their friendship I was like I remember when the office first came out because it didn't end until we were in college right I think so, yeah. I didn't continue watching it when I moved up to Oakland just because, like, I didn't have cable or anything. Right. Um, And so, like, I had watched the first, so whatever, I don't remember how many seasons at home, and it was, like, a show that I used to watch, like, with my dad. And I remember when I was watching it with him, at one point he was like, oh, my gosh, did you realize that Kelly, referring to her by her author's (laughs) name, writes, like, a bunch of the episodes, and I remember being, like, what? Like, I didn't realize, and he was, like, yeah, like, look, and pointing out, like, look, all the the writers who are yeah. also acting, which it isn't yeah. all of them, but it took, like, a good yeah. chunk of them, yeah. um, and I remember even back then being, like, that's fucking cool, like, that's pretty yeah. legit, and it was it in this book, or maybe I read it just online, where it was saying that, like, she wrote the major, like, her percentage of, um, episodes written for The Office was greater than any of the other writers. Oh, really? I must have read online. Yeah, like, I I think I read, maybe it's, I'll check. But I think yeah. I read that, like, of all the different writers, like, her, um, her percentage was the highest. So, like, she, like, wrote the most episodes. Nice. Um, and, like, looking at the lineup of the writers on 116, which is just the season six writers and editors, like, there's not a lot of women, and 
keeping in mind that she was like really young when she was hired to write on the show. Like, I think she was 23. I think so. Cause like she had just been in New York for a little while. And then right. the Matt and Ben play like garnered her like a lot of acclaim. And then cool. she got hired for this job and she was super young. And I was just like really impressed. Like, yeah. That's fucking badass. And I like the way that she, you know, I think that, well, this is not a thought that is unique to me. <laughs> I think that women sometimes get punished for being too bossy. <laughs> Whoa, Olivia, I've never heard that before. Wow. I know, some groundbreaking news for you real quick. I just discovered this. Um, and I like that she's pretty unapologetic for the way that she interacts with people and she talks about the fact that she has like maybe a little bit higher of an opinion of herself (laughs) um but there's that one moment where she walks out when he's like you can leave if you're gonna behave like this Uh and she does know know like when it's time that she like actually went too far yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's totally unapologetic and she just does what she thinks is right and what she thinks is funny and that she fights for herself and stands up for herself yeah. like I thought yes please was hilarious and while I'm a big manners person so I totally agreed with any like your favorite like, song <laughs> yeah. um, that you should say please and thank you and yes sir and no sir you know whatever yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes yeah. no ma'am whenever you can and sorry whenever you can like I liked the She's not like that. Mm-hmm. Like, not that. She doesn't have manners, but, like, yeah, she's unapologetic for who she is yes. and what she thinks she's capable of. Yes. I totally agree. Like, I'm also a very big, like, for whatever, I'm somehow a very big manners person as well. Yeah. And, like, I yeah. remember I got into, it like, a fight with, not a fight, an argument, a disagreement <laughs> with Evan one time. Where I was yeah. saying, like, you should still say please to your friends. And, like, he was like, no, you shouldn't. And Michael was like, yeah, <laughs> Evan's right, Ashley. And I was like, no, you should still say please and thank you to your friends. Like, they're your friends. Like, yeah. who else would you be, like, kind to? All right. But also, like, I have, like, I can totally 100% relate to all of those, like, I don't know, like, memes or whatever that make fun of the fact that, like, we as women say sorry, like, way too much. Like, I can't right. tell you how many times I've apologized to chairs and tables and walls. Right. Right. Um, which, like, yeah, you can spin it one way and be like, well, just being polite is part of your nature and your response. But right. also, it's kind of like, that shouldn't, like, be, like, a natural response. And I am willing right. to bet you $1 million, which I don't have, but if I did, <laughs> that you will find in any given, like, sample size of Americans, a much higher percentage of women who have that experience than men. Yes. Yes. Um, So I saw in some social media thing, somebody was posting something about, like, it was, like, a screenshot of a comment from Tumblr or Reddit or I don't fucking know, but um, it was, like, instead of saying sorry, did you see it? Trying to, like, say thank you and acknowledging, like, switching the script and being, like, thankful or acknowledging the fact that like whatever it is you're saying sorry for it's because somebody else may be putting themselves out for some some reason right I was just that was gonna be my response (laughs) but I was about to say I'm practicing that right now as I'm going to a really hard time at work Uh and I'm requiring a lot from my friends yeah so I'm texting everyone, yeah. just like, everything sucks right now, like, my <laughs> life is miserable, I want to cry. Yeah. But 
I'm trying to, my default is to say, sorry for ranting, sorry for complaining. But I'm trying to switch it for, like, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for being supportive. Thanks for loving me. You know, whatever it is. Yes. Because that's why you do have friends. And similar to what you're saying, like, with manners, who else are you going to be kind to if it's not your friends? But, like, flipping the switch so it's more like you're, like, explicitly acknowledging in the positive as opposed to, like, putting yourself down in the negative. Right, right. And then... I feel like also when you say sorry and your friend is doing something for you, it makes them feel uncomfortable too because it's like, well, like, I'm sorry that I'm listening. You know, it just <laughs> makes it kind of an awkward situation. Like, why are you sorry? Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah. Yes. I totally I'm, agree. I'm practicing that right now. It's hard. It's really hard. Not That's to say that I won't say sorry when, like, the sorry is warranted, but, like, right. being more mindful of, am I saying sorry because it's, like, a reflex or am right. I saying sorry because like I actually owe an apology right exactly so the other thing that I've been I pay attention to which one I'm using a lot and my mom and I actually had a conversation about is the difference between pardon me and excuse me hmm. and excuse me is supposed to be when you've made a big mistake oh. like you're asking to be excused from this large mistake that you've what made or like running some Emily them? Post craziness what? I never knew is this like Emily Post Oh, I don't even know, like, where this is, like, originated from or why, but, like, for example, when I'm at work, if I'm trying to get around a customer, I say, pardon me. I don't say excuse me because I'm not in the way. They're not in the way. I'm not asking to be excused. I'm asked to, like, I'm just saying pardon me. And you're supposed to say pardon me when it's, like, something like that. But if you accidentally kick someone while you're walking through, you say excuse me. I'm sorry, you know, that's the time for you to actually be excused from the situation and asking for their forgiveness. But otherwise, you're Hmm. supposed to say, pardon me. So you're asking for their pardon. Yeah. Always when I'm at work, like, (laughs) if I'm walking through, I'll, like, pardon me, pardon me. Interesting. I'm causing a huge issue by walking by, you know. Right, right, exactly. Like, manners to be, like. Like, existing in this world. Sorry, (laughs) I exist. Sorry, I'm, like, taking up space. Sorry. Sorry, I'm doing my job and walking. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. I didn't know. I've never heard that. That's cool. Another thing that this all makes me think of, do you think it's related to the fact that, like, women have historically had to be involved in more manners classes? Totally. Finishing school. And, like, while I totally agree that a lot of it has to do with, like, women feeling like they need to apologize for their existence, Mm -hmm. like, I think that, I wonder if it's also partially that we've been, always had to go to these finishing schools. It's also class-related, right? Like, that's totally part of it. Yeah, no, I think that definitely makes sense. Which is also a sexist thing, but. Totally, yes. You know. Intersectionality. (laughs) (laughs) When in doubt, intersectionality. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we nailed that. Yeah, we're like the masters. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, the masters of intersectionality. Oh, God, that's, oh, I feel like, oh, that, like, makes me feel like shudders. Like, I'm. Yeah, it's pretty much the worst thing. I feel like somebody would tweet that. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god I think I just evil laughed <laughs> I have like fully embraced that in my past in in the most recent years of my life I have like 
turned into a person who cackles and I love it. Like I want to witch cackle like for yeah. the rest of I love cackling. Like it's like <laughs> great. Fully the best. <laughs> the only times I feel self conscious about my laugh is when it is after something evil and I hear it get deeper. <laughs> it goes into like a oh. Like not that extreme, but I'm just like, oh my god, is that my evil laugh? Like It's really important to have an evil laugh. I guess so. I guess so. I guess I just wish I had better manners than that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the, like, girlish giggle is, like, one thing, but, like, the evil laugh is when you really come into your own. (laughs) When you're, like, fully embracing the evil laugh. Or, like, the witch. I definitely have it. It's it's powerful. It's It's more, like, in my throat. (laughs) deeper i've also like for some reason in the most recent years of my life like become more of like a stony like chuckler and i don't know where that came from like more of a like <laughs> you know like where, where did that come from i don't know but i catch myself doing it i'm like what that's really funny yeah. actually i don't know that's actually funny, Ashley. Actually. <laughs> Apparently that was one of my favorite words as a child. Actually? Actually. Oh, bossy child. My parents. I hate that word because I hear it from across the room and I think people are saying my name. Ashley, so yeah. Like, huh? And then nobody said my name and I'm like, oh, well, I'm just whipping around like yeah. all excited to talk <laughs> to somebody for no reason. <laughs> I'm not that desperate and lonely. <laughs> If someone, you want to be my friend? Uh, me? What? <laughs> Did you say my name? <laughs> Was that for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my least favorite thing about my name is that it's now every three-year-old's name. Oh. So I did a lot of Olivia's, and I'm like always turning around like, what? <laughs> oh, that toddler that you're, you're talking You're like, about. what did I do? Sorry, <laughs> yeah. mom. But, you know, it comes in the mom yell, so <laughs> like, huh. What did I do? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you were like 26 years before your time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Just a trendsetter here. I don't run across very many young people with my name because my name was pretty much like the quote of Ashley's in like uh, all of time was pretty much taken up in the late 80s, early 90s. So yeah. we're good to go. Well, if it makes you feel any better, when I was a kid, I was so envious and I wanted my name to end with an E-Y. <laughs> I want to be Ashley or Courtney Oof, or Stephanie. Tiffany, Brittany. Brittany. I was so jealous. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was literally, for a lot of elementary school, never just Ashley, always Ashley S. Ashley S. Yeah. Like, like recess was real. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yup. It was real. <laughs> Ooh. That's actually funny. That's um, actually funny. <laughs> Look, you said something funny. Oh Good job. <laughs> we're not talking about Mindy Kaling anymore. No, we're not. Even though I love her. I do. I do, too. Also, she looks so sassy, but, like, cool. She looks like the cool chick. Yeah. She's like, I'm thinking difficult thoughts. I'm thinking really funny comedic thoughts right now. Yeah, like, hmm, what's the next funny story I should write? Hmm, what's my next big success? (laughs) 
So next week we're reading Homegoing yes. by Yah Jesse. Yes, Homegoing by Yah Jesse. Yay! <laughs> That's all. <laughs> um, so we need more books to read. Yes. Like one of our New Year's resolutions is to like be mindful of the authors that we're choosing to read. Yes. But also, like, we'd like to read what is coming out, like, what's new and what people are reading and talking about. So that's, like, something to bring up. So Mm -hmm. if, dear listener, dear drunker, you have a suggestion, please tweet us, Instagram us, Gmail us, or leave a comment on our website. Drunk of the Book is our handle for all of those places. all of it. So. All of it. Please, let us know. Just cleaned up our Gmail, so we won't miss your email. Yes. And Ashley's been nailing this whole Twitter thing. Trying really hard. So, we're there. We're there. Ready for you. Super ready for you. <laughs> Send us your suggestions. Also, if you would like to leave us a comment on iTunes, mm. please do so. If you listen to us on ah. Stitcher, do your Stitch thing. That's yes. cool, too. But um, we would really love reviews. Caitlin has been, like, the most legit person in the world with our one review. Yes. She gave us a five star, so I don't know about y'all, but. I know. Where y'all been? The bar has been set. The bar's been high. (laughs) Also, if we know you personally and you give us a review, it doesn't even have to be a good review. I don't give a shit what review it is. If you give us a review... I will literally buy you a drink. Or if you're in Oakland, I'm saying Olivia will buy you a drink. And I will. (laughs) Or if I'm in Oakland, I will buy you a drink. We'll both buy you a drink. And if you're not in Oakland and you're in Monterey, I will buy you a drink. Perfect. Or if you're in somewhere else and you want us to be there, you can buy us a ticket and we'll go there and we'll buy you a drink. (laughs) Promise. Let's get reading! <laughs> wow. I want to like do a little dance to that. No, you're doing like a nice cheer to it. <laughs>